2: Q.
3: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast.
2: Being sued for detaining employees against their will, we had that, and celebrities who never learned to drive. But first, let's begin this hour's news with Amy Schumer this morning.
1: Amy Schumer accused of joke stealing during a Twitter conversation between other comedians earlier this week. It started when Wendy Liebman accused Amy of quote doing one of my best jokes on her HBO special, and I remember this joke. Okay joke amy told was i'm very old school i think the guy should always pay on the first date for sex all right okay and it basically is the same joke that wendy has told for years then comedian and arrested development writer chuck martin suggested liebman talk to kathleen madigan hmm. now that's because madigan had a routine years ago when she said oprah is so rich she could stay thin by hiring someone to slap food out of her mouth before she eats it. <laughs> okay. And someone else who can exercise her while she just lays there.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> and then on season 1 of Inside Amy Schumer, she did bits called Slap Chef and Sleep Gym, which were basically just reworked versions of those premises. Ah, mm-hmm. All right. Mhm. And that is when comedian Tammy Pescatelli joined the conversation. She said, what has always been amazing to me is that she purports to be a feminist and yet only steals from other female comedians.
4: Oh, wow.
1: If we call her on it, we're jealous or career shamed. Be successful. We want you to do well. Just do it with your own material. Right. You know, by the way, she blocked me. And she added, at least Cosby knocked his victims out before he raped them.
2: Wow. So, yeah, this is
1: starting to get pretty ugly. Okay. Then Tammy suggested that Amy stole a joke from her 2006 Comedy Central special where she said women dress their men like idiots so other women won't be interested in them. And in the movie Trainwreck, Amy accuses her sister of doing just
2: that. I've heard that. Right. I've heard that joke.
1: So even though Liebman started the whole thing, she obviously regretted watching it spin out of control because she tweeted, It's all good. I never said Amy Schubert stole my joke. I just said it was the same. It is possible we both wrote it. I just wanted you to know that I wrote it first. And, of course, and Amy, when she hears about this, she, she jumps right in. She says, On my life, I have never and would never steal a joke.
5: And- I'm being accused of stealing jokes, and I wanted to come and talk to you about it and clear my name because I would never ever do that and I never have and I'm literally going to take a polygraph test and put it on my show this season and I promise whatever the results are I'll have I won't let them cut I will show that I had never never seen Patrice do that bit I had definitely never seen Tammy Pescatelli do uh that like i didn't happen to catch her 2006 comedy central special and like sit on that bit till i got a movie like i sat on that bit for nine years
2: and then You're talking about the bit where she said women dress their men like idiots right. so other women won't be interested in them. It was
5: like here's my chance to steal that tammy the famous tammy bit i had never seen kathleen madigan's Oprah bit. Both Kathleen and Wendy believe me. They they know me, and they don't believe that I would do that. I think this is like Tammy's trying to get something going. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Hmm. See, I heard once there's no such thing as an original idea. It's just whoever does it first gets credit for it. Right. (laughs) You know. Well,
2: it's a pretty topical thing, talking about girlfriends and dating. It's not... Like it's right. a very specific thing. I think yeah. a lot of people have had that conversation in their own group of friends over margaritas. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that bit you were talking about, Jen, that, that Kathleen Madigan did the mm. routine years ago where mm-hmm. she said Oprah is so rich she could stay thin by hiring someone to slap food out of her mouth before <laughs> she eats it.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, this is a bit from season one of Inside Amy Schumer called Slap Chef which is sort of a a reworked version of Kathleen Madigan's bit. Amy,
3: you look amazing. What are you doing, Weight Watchers? Jenny Craig.
5: Yeah, right. Those take too much self-control. Last time I checked, I wasn't a robot. Boop, boop, boop. Nope. (laughs) How'd you do it? With Slap Chef. With Slap Chef. With Slap Chef. Slap Chef. What's that? It's a new weight loss program that takes decision-making out of the equation. How
2: does it work? First, one of Slap Chef's world-class chefs makes you one of their signature dishes. Then, before you can say Slap Chef, they knock it out of your stupid mouth. Slap Chef. <laughs> what kind of food do they
3: make? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic
4: Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
0: Surgery House All kinds. Sandwiches. Slap chef. Lobster biscuit creme fraiche. Slap chef.
2: <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> slap chef. <laughs> Fettuccine alfredo. Slap chef.
5: But what if I fight back? Go for it.
3: All of the chefs are trained in the art of Tai Chu Moy. <laughs> I swear to God, if you ever touch me again, I'll.
0: It's slap chef.
3: <laughs>
5: what about that mumbo jumbo I heard about Slap Chef being just abject violence against women? Hmm?
1: Slap,
2: chef. There you go. <laughs> There's your Amy Schumer. All right. Well, keep us posted on that. John, I would will.
1: You? I'll stay on top of All it. Right.
2: Dr. Phil is being sued by a former employee who claims she was held against her will while her boss tried to find out who leaked information to the media. Leah Rothman says that last March, she and 300 other employees were detained in a room together with security guards manning the doors because Dr. Phil wanted to catch the rat. They also had to give up their cell phones. Rothman claims Dr. Phil was reading off of cue cards and saying things like, "quote, if you F with me, I'll F with you." The kicker is that she learned, <clears throat> excuse me, the kicker is that she learned later on that Dr. Phil always knew who leaked the info. He was just trying to scare everyone else. She tried to talk to human resources about it, but they ignored her. She claims she was under so much emotional stress she had to quit several weeks later. So now she is suing Dr. Phil, his production company, and CBS for false imprisonment, emotional distress, whistleblower retaliation, and wrongful termination. And there's no word on how much money she wants. If
1: there were 300 people being detained, don't you think that you would have heard about that? I mean, that's a pretty big group of people. You would think, but not necessarily.
2: Who knows what the culture is in that? aspect of the business. I mean, we've
1: heard so many things about him just being a tyrant. It's just an egomaniac that's impossible to work for. Starting to wonder.
2: This is just another one of those stories.
1: Now, if you were famous, would you continue to drive? No. Jeff, I think you would. I know you hate to drive, but you would because you want to buy cars and drive them.
2: Yeah, I like to drive on longer trips. If I just want to like go to the corner store, or if I'm going out, if I'm going out to eat, that's, I prefer to be drived. I'm a big Uber fan. And Tim yes. drives like
1: a maniac. I can't see you giving that up. Nope. It's a stress reliever. It is? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, what about Me? you? Me? I No, I have to be in control. <laughs> And I get car sick. So, celebrities who used to drive but don't anymore, Christina Aguilera, Barbara Streisand, Tina Fey, and the ones who have never even learned to drive, Kate Beckinsale, Lena Dunham, Zayn Malik, Barbara Walters,
2: Ricky Gervais.
1: Wow, never even learned. Wow. to drive.
2: Barbara Walters never. She's never, never driven a car. learned
1: to drive. No kidding. She's- anybody in,
2: in your life that doesn't drive? No.
1: I have a neighbor that doesn't drive. Yeah, actually, I do know somebody that doesn't drive.
2: My grandma never got her license. I always thought that was a little weird. Yeah. That's your latest e news. More for you after seven o'clock. Thank you. Larry. Yes. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning?
0: Good, good, good.
2: Excellent. Good.
1: Good morning, Lair. Got your three headlines right here. Two of them are fake. One's real. Pick the real one, and you're going to the Cincinnati Travel, Sports, and Boat Show. All right. Okay. So is it a, a woman in Florida arrested for feeding alligators stolen ham from Albertsons? Is it B? A guy in Montana pulls a gun over who's going to eat roadkill? Or C, a man in West Virginia attacks cousin for sleeping with his wife and his girlfriend? Ooh. I'll say C. Nope, it's not West Virginia. Aww. Uh, b- now it's the eaten Roadkill fight. Ew. Nice. I
0: know.
2: Yeah, if you're driving down a highway and see some roadkill, is your first thought, mmm. <laughs> no.
1: Yes. No, but remember I had that boyfriend that would always stop and pick up a dead coon on the side of the road because that pelt's worth $30. Ugh, he wasn't eating it, though, was he? No. Ugh, just skinning it.
2: Is that <laughs> back when you talked with an accent? A little
1: bit. I heard it
4: come out when she talked to Larry on the phone. How you doing, liar?
2: I know. I've talked to Larry and Bonnie, I can't tell you how many times over the course of the 20-some-odd years Jen and I have been together. I've never once heard even the slightest accent. Those are Jen's
4: parents, yeah.
2: Someone hit an elk on Saturday afternoon on a highway in Bozeman, Montana, and two guys spotted it and pulled over to wait for it to die so they could take it home and eat the meat. Then a 52 year old guy named Kenrick Workman spotted the elk, and he decided he, he decided he wanted to eat it. Uh, but when the guys told them that they had told him that they had dibs, he pulled a gun on them. <laughs> Whoa! So they called the oh. cops. Kenrick was arrested for assault with a firearm. It turns out he also has a warrant out for a DUI. There's no word if the guys wound up taking the elk home or how delicious it was.
1: But. I mean, getting that elk into your pickup truck—that's a two man job. Do you know how Here's much no meat you get out of an elk, too?
2: It's, it's crazy. Watch those Alaska shows, man. Yeah. Those people that live off the land up there, they got one elk will feed them for the whole winter.
4: It will. Yeah. That I mean, if it's thing. big those enough. I mean, are they are make huge. chili and jerky and everything out of it. Yep. Wild.
2: 653 looking at the Sun Cloud mix today. We'll see uh high right around 30. It's 18 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the Second Date Update with Jeff and Jen on Q102.
0: When are we going on our second date?
2: All right, so Jane went out with this guy, Eric, that she met at CrossFit. Uh, They seemed to hit it off right away, and they went to the Green Dog Cafe. Typically, she has dated kind of quiet and reserved guys. This guy, she said, was very confident. So does that mean that he's not quiet, that he's more loud and boisterous, or does that just mean that you associate quiet and reserved with not confident?
3: He wasn't obnoxiously loud, but he was definitely much more confident. He he just carries himself different, and he, he has more to say.
2: He carries okay. himself different because he's got that tight core.
1: Oh, my goodness. Does he ever. Yeah. <laughs> I like him already. I know. I want to meet this guy. <laughs> so you you went out to dinner and everything went well at dinner and then you went back to your place and you were hanging out on the couch. And what exactly happened on the couch? Not a
3: whole lot. I mean, just kind of like hugged and kissed a couple times and that was it. But there was
1: affection there. You just didn't, you know.
3: There was affection. That's why it's so weird. I mean, it's not like I got the cold shoulder.
2: Right, and there was chemistry. Right, but why did he leave? What was his reason for leaving? Did he have to be somewhere? Did you have to be really somewhere? Say.
3: It got. It started getting late, and it, I just assumed it was the awkwardness. You know, it's a first date. Sometimes, first I invite him over to my place afterwards, and then how do you leave? How does that end? Right. So I just kind of attributed it to the awkwardness
1: of a first date
2: situation. Like, okay.
1: okay. Okay. Like okay. That's it. We're done. It's over. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Time to go.
2: All right. Well, let's call Eric and see what he thought of Jane and his date with her. Hi, is this Eric? Yeah. Hi, Eric. Yeah, is, is this? This is Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning?
0: <laughs> Why are you guys calling me?
2: Well, we have a friend in common that we wanted to talk to you about. Would you have a couple minutes to come on the air?
0: Uh, I, I guess so. We were
2: talking to this girl, Jane, that you met at CrossFit and spent some time at Green Dog Cafe with and eventually went back to her house for a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> do you remember Jane?
0: Yes, I do remember Jane. I think she's a oh little
2: boy. disappointed she hasn't heard from you since since you left her place.
0: Mm-hmm. She thinks
1: you're sexy.
2: I, I bet she does. Because you don't sound very happy with her right now. Would you care to explain why you dropped off the radar there?
0: Sure, why not? I'll, I'll set the record straight. Not a problem. Okay. Before anything, I have to tell you guys that going on this date was a whole new experience for me. Really? I mean, look, I like to think of myself as an equal opportunity dater. Yeah, I like women of all shapes, sizes, colors, you name it. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, she is attractive, and she's an attractive white woman. Mm -hmm. And I thought nothing of it. She, on the other hand, after a glass or two of wine, admitted to me that she never dated anything other than a white man. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you know, I thought that was fine; it wasn't a problem. But then every once in a while she make a comment like, you know, how soft and sexy my lips were, or how big and strong my hands were, or how pretty my skin was.
1: I'm assuming you're African American.
0: I'm sorry, what's that? Are you
1: African American?
0: Yes I am. Okay. And uh, you know, it just it, it felt a little weird the way that she kept saying it. And when we got back to her place and she got another glass of wine in her she kept saying how she always wanted to sleep with a black man, and that all of her friends have been telling her for years that it was something that she had to experience, and oh, wow. you know how she had to find out if all the rumors were true. And she's saying all this to hey, you.
1: She's saying it out loud. Yes, out loud.
4: <laughs> I mean, what's the problem what's with this, <laughs>
1: Eric? <laughs> I'm kind of like, well, I don't. I, well,
2: and so this bothered you because why?
0: Well, it bothered me because because it just it began to kind of feel like I was just a piece of meat, and she wasn't really seeing me for me.
2: Was it that, or did it feel a little racist to you?
0: Yes, it, the the comments just insistently got more and more offensive. Yeah, increasingly got more and more offensive. I, you know, it was just like, okay, are you really interested in me, or are you just trying to, you know?
2: Fulfill a fantasy. a fantasy. Yeah, knock something off a bucket list.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. And you know, you know, and, and and I'll be honest. I almost did. You know, go for the low hanging fruit. <laughs>
2: <then I> <laughs> that's honest.
4: Yeah, that's really honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: hey.
0: I mean, and you know, and to be and to be even more honest, I, I'm actually looking for a relationship. You know, a real relationship. And on top of that, I don't want any rumors flying around at the CrossFit that we go to.
1: That's true. You don't want her telling stories. People
0: Mm -hmm. talk. No, of course not. Yeah
1: so
2: it was smart for you to get out wow, of there
4: Oh, this is interesting
2: it's interesting because you're not used to hearing a guy say I, I don't really appreciate being objective." yeah mm-hmm.
4: absolutely I mean that's mm-hmm. why I was like what's the problem I thought I mean guys hearing that they have a sure thing mm-hmm. most of them don't say no
0: yeah well you know with this racial climate that we're in right now or this post racial society I don't know it's yeah. just, it just kind of felt like I'm not Eric I'm not who I am this loving you know I am confident I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a Outgoing guy, you know, and I want somebody to see me for that, not because you know I'm the sexy black guy, which I am, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are.
1: I find it difficult to believe that you haven't been targeted by other white women I, right. for this
0: reason, because well, at least they never made their intentions. Yeah, he probably around.
2: has. Like, They've just been stated. more subtle about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Jane is on the line with us, and if nothing else, we wanted an answer, and we got it, but that seems to be the issue that Eric had with you.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm just as confused now. I did not say any of those things. I can't believe that he would even say that.
2: You did not say those things?
3: No, I did not, ever.
0: You don't remember leaning over into my ear saying, Oh, you big Hershey chocolate. I just (laughs) want to devour you.
3: absolutely not.
0: Wow. Okay.
3: I mean, I was having fun, and we were flirting, but it was never anything like that.
2: Now, Eric did say you were drinking. hmm
3: <laughs> And so was he. So, you know what? If that's what he heard in his mind, then I'm sorry, but I never said those things, and he knows it.
1: Wow. Well, people do remember events differently.
2: What's interesting yeah. is, though, if Eric is as confident a guy as you thought him to be, why would a guy like that make something like that up?
3: I don't know. I'm, I really don't know. And if he, as confident as he is, if that was the case, why didn't he just say something to me? I didn't at the time. make mm-hmm. comments like that. Yeah, I told him he was sexy, but it was nothing racist. It was nothing like that.
2: Well, this is interesting because normally when we have, you know, two sides of a story, at least the one thing they have in common is the story is sort of the same, just from two different perspectives. Here, I feel like I'm getting two completely different stories.
1: Did you, do you remember saying to him that you'd never dated a black man before?
3: I told him he was different than men I had dated. I don't remember if I said I hadn't dated a black man. I did make a comment about his lips, but it had nothing to do with the color of his skin. Mm. I mean, come on.
4: Maybe it's lost in translation here, like she said something and he interpreted it differently.
3: I guess, or maybe no, he that no, on his something and he just automatically says people say it.
0: No, and I don't want people thinking that I'm trying to throw in the race card here. Like, that's not it at all. But I do know the difference between naturally feeling like someone's interested in me and then feeling like a piece of meat or feeling like a piece of chocolate, you know, that somebody has a hankering for. You know, there's there's a clear difference. And look, I know what you said. I know how it made me feel, and I'm going to stick by that.
2: All right. Can't ask for any more than that. At least, you know, that is his perspective. Mm -hmm. Jane sees it differently either way. No second date. We know that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Well, Eric, we appreciate you being so candid with us and giving us your point of view. And uh, Jane, I'm sorry it didn't work out.
3: Yeah, me too. Take care and good luck, guys. guys.
2: You bet. All right. Thank you. All right. So long.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: So there you go. If you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back, give us a call at 513-749-2320. Or you can email us, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com.
2: Yeah, so how many of your Facebook friends could you count on in a crisis? Hold on. Fritz is talking about TVs. (laughs) Stop everything. (laughs) I had this whole thing I was going to do, and that completely distracted me. All
1: you
4: got to do is talk about 4K, and these boys are like, what? (laughs) What?
2: So the signal's really that good on huh? a 4K?
4: It was amazing. I was telling them, that I, t- I was talking about it because they had a Demi Lovato concert on on the televisions at Best Buy. And I mean, it was so clear and so amazing. I could almost see up her nose. It was wow. in.
1: Insane. So what are we talking here price wise? What are the 4K's going for these days? You I have didn't no idea. Pay I
4: think one <laughs> of them was like $2,000, but I think that depends on like what you get, like what size, if, right. it, if it's curved. Yeah. All I know is that they had like LG, Sony, and Samsung like all in a row, and I can't tell the difference between which one's better than which. To it's which. not your thing. But, you, it's, no. It's,
2: it's, but let's say you get this fancy 4K TV. I've heard that a lot of it has to do with where you're getting a signal from. Like, you got to get it by satellite or, you know, this phy new Fi optics, optics thing I hear is really have. good.
4: Yeah. But the cool thing about it, listen to this, it comes up with a remote control and it's a smart remote. So you can push the button and be like, I want to see an action movie. And it'll come up and show you the list All of the action, action movie. movies. Yes. Or you touch it and you'll be like, you know, uh, YouTube, and you want to pull up a YouTube video, Demi Lovato, and it will come up that way. That's cool. So you don't even have to learn the buttons. You just talk.
2: Wow. <laughs> I know. That's it's neat. Cool. I could just sit here and listen to this all day. <laughs> well, just <yeah>. keep talking.
3: <laughs>
4: and I actually saw on Fox 19 this morning, they were talking about between now and the Super Bowl, it's the perfect time to buy a new TV if you're in the market. Is because- it? Are they on sale right now, or are they... I, they they discount them heavily, I think, after the Super Bowl, okay. but they do have deals. We'll have to ask John Matter. They
2: discounted them heavily. John was saying they discounted them heavily after the holidays. Mm-hmm. And so this is sort of that sweet spot now. And I yeah. suppose you might see prices spike a little bit as we get closer to the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good time of the year to go TV do we, shop. Do we know for sure, though, that 4K is the thing? Have uh, they like, yeah, or is
1: this the LaserDisc, right. Ma- Betamax I think
4: so because you know why the iPhones are all 4K now, and they shoot in 4K video. And when you know, once Apple goes, right, everybody everybody else goes. That's what I think. Good to Um, know.
2: Well, thank you for that. No no problem, everyone.
4: 724.
2: Looking at a sun cloud mix today. We'll see a high around 30. Right now, it's 17 at Cincinnati's Q102. A
0: bill that would pause the resettlement of Syrian and Iraqi refugees in the U.S. has failed in the Senate. Democrats would only let the bill advance if Republicans agree to vote on an amendment that targets Donald Trump's campaign. Donald Trump is
3: rallying in Iowa, saying he was going to buy TV, a lot of ads. But I've had so much airtime. I haven't had to
0: spend any money.
1: As President Obama visits Detroit, another sick-out among teachers in that city.
0: Michigan's Governor Rick Snyder called on the President to reconsider the request for disaster assistance in Flint, which the President had denied, saying it didn't meet the criteria. When students across the country sit down this weekend to take the SAT college entrance exam, it will be the last time anyone takes the current version.
1: World Economic Forum kicks off in Davos, Switzerland. The Taliban claiming responsibility for an attack at a university in northwestern Pakistan.
2: Numbers are in for 2015 the hottest year on record very heavy snow could fall on the corridor from washington dc north to boston that's right those are your headlines in less than 60 seconds and now you've heard most of the day's news headlines it's time for some of the day's news that didn't make the news how many of your facebook friends could you count on in a crisis a clean-shaven man might be filthier than one with a beard it is Thursday, January 21st, 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Evolutionary biologists at Oxford University in England have found that even though the average person has more than 150 Facebook friends, if when push came to shove, we would only go to 14 of those people For sympathy in a real tough situation. Okay. And in an even tougher situation, like now we're talking crisis, we would only go to four of them. And the researchers say that makes sense because we don't have the mental capacity to have a ton of real friends. To manage it all. Because there's a lot that
1: goes into being... In a relationship. A real friend. And yeah. Yes. There's a lot of depth it's there. There's a lot and of work. There's a lot of sharing and yeah. a lot of and some people some people <laughs> have a more difficult time with that than others. I'm exhausted just talking to I know. Jeff looks exhausted.
2: <laughs> Our brains can juggle around five super close friends. Mm-hmm.
1: You get more than that, and you start getting confused about details of their lives, and you get them mixed up
2: with others. Mm-hmm. Yes, and there's just this follow up and responsibility. You and have to talk to them. Loyalty, and yes, time. Yeah. And then we could handle about 15 pretty close friends. Okay. 50 yeah, good friends, you know, people that we see every now and then we like, we share things in common we'll probably with, we work care people. about. Them. Yeah. yeah, acquaintances. Sure. 150 total friends. Sure. And then you start getting into acquaintances. Acquaintances can be endless. We can have 500 acquaintances easily. More than that. Easily.
1: Yeah. And
2: at least 1,500 people that we may not be friends with or even acquaintances with, but we recognize them on site. Right. 1, or we 1, might 100. have a
1: history, like that kid you went
2: to high school with that you used to see in the hallway. Some but, connection yeah. to him. I right. know that guy. Right. The 150 layer, though, is an important one because this defines the people you have real reciprocated relationships with, those where you feel obligations and would willingly do favors. In other words, very few of your actual Facebook friends. And if you ever want to test that theory, you know, put something out there of someone that you care about or someone that is in need, yourself even, and see how many people do something more than just comment, They, if they actually take action or volunteer some kind of help.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That would be a sobering moment for a lot of people, I suspect. Yep. Also this morning, when you see a guy with a long, scraggly beard, you assume there's all sorts of nastiness trapped in there based Shecle on some matter. of the stories, yep, yes. some of the reports, some of the research that we've seen. But now there's a new study that contradicts that And we're going to get into it next. Plus, the 10 most common complaints wives have about their husbands as your news that didn't make the news rolls on. Cincinnati's Q102.
3: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast.